still too loud? Yeah. <laughs> you play the opening intro too loud and you get hosed. <laughs> All right, should I go for a cowbell? Yeah. All right, here we go. Nowhere. <laughs> Actually, that's what I'm saying. It picks up. That's some windshield wiper shit, my friend. There's no right or wrong in cowbell world. Now it's all hosed. All right. I um, irreversibly damaged mine and, and RTG's uh, hearing yeah. 20 seconds prior to starting this. Everything's loud. I'm loud. You're loud. Everything's loud. Really? Yeah, booming. Is it is it that it's loud or is it that we haven't sat in the studio in over a week? <laughs> it could be hit. And uh, we're not used to podcasting anymore. Like Virgin ears. And 2017 is going to be an all new A High Five. We're gonna we're gonna be consistent Tuesday and Friday nights episodes. We were on. We were on. Wee wee woo. <laughs> As the tumbleweed fucking duster. All right. Here's the deal for everybody who uh, who who's looked on Tuesday night and last night on a Friday and said, "Where's A High Five? I love this this podcast. I want I want them to be there, but these, these they idiots, got hosed." These, <laughs> <laughs> These idiots are so inconsistent that I can't trust them, and and uh, and I understand. But what happened is, um, fucking a. Sorry, we uh, continue our game of job volleyball. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So basically, everybody at home has to give us a pass because the reason that we have not put out a podcast in uh, in a week is because Richie RTG has finally. After much ado and stress, found himself a day job. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, see that's fucking loud. Yeah. Why can't we be employed at the same time? It's like not allowed. Okay, well that's another fucking thing that I guess I, we need to address is right around the time that you <laughs> found your day job, I unsuspectingly and 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 uh, and and weirdly. Lost mine <laughs> <laughs> the same day, and I think, and that's exactly what happened with us in September. You got your job the day I lost mine, right? Like the same day. It's it's the uh, it's it's the zeitgeist. It's, yeah. it's there's something out there that's telling us that we need to focus on this show, and yeah. that daytime employment <laughs> isn't the most important thing. And as long as one of us is employed, um. Yeah, I don't really want to talk about my shit so much because whatever, but it was a it was a weird situation. I, I honestly have never gone through anything like that before in my life. I've never I've never lost a job like that before. It was it was very, very weird. But you should have fought that dude. <laughs> <laughs> Started rumbling. Uh he would have fucked me up. Yeah, he's that. Yeah. He's that big. Yeah, he's a, yeah. He he's a fucker upable. He's he's a meathead. <laughs> he would have got hosed. Um <laughs> Yeah, he's a, a kick me in the jimmy. Oh God! Um, he's fucking what? He's the the cop from Breaking Bad. <laughs> he just looks like that. <laughs> just making beer in his fucking uh, in his garage. Just uh, I don't know. Anyway. You know what? I don't know. But what sums up that dude's personality when he's making that stupid beer in his garage and he purposely smashes the thing down and breaks it? Oh yeah, yeah. Because he's like all pissed and shit, and it's like sums up every cop. I'm gonna purposely smash my own beer. <laughs> <laughs> it's true it's yeah. true i was helping my uh i was helping my brother and my brother is building a house and since this uh, i've had this unexpected week of of unemployment i've been i've been spending my time helping him get the house ready i, I went over there and like installed the doorknobs and helping him with like just shit around there and uh, my father was there and at one point, I was in another room putting shit together, and I walk out, and I just hear them having a conversation where it's like I don't I know the exact words that they were saying, but it was like my brother was saying to my dad, and and yeah, like they're just there to be assholes, and they don't do anything good for the world. And then my dad's going, yeah, and all they want is fucking money and blah blah blah. And I just walked in, I was like, guys talking about cops, and they're like, fucking yeah, we're talking about. Cops. And I was like, the fairy family flame burns bright still. <laughs> the hatred for some reason of law enforcement from every angle of the fairy family is still there. Um, yeah, I was on the parkway the other day, and uh, cops, they just drive anything now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll be in a yeah. fucking Geo. Right. You know, I, it used to be what? They used to always be in, the, like, the Grand Marquis or 
right? That's what those cars were, Grand Marquis yeah. or Malibus or something like American. Right. You know, now it's And then they went on, then they went to the Chargers. Because for for a very mm. brief period of time, there was uh, like uh, I would see char- chargers would come out of nowhere and pull people over. So in my mind, I was like, OK, whenever you see a Dodge Charger, even if it's like a fucking pink one with vanity plates or something, just think that that's a cop and drive normal norm- yeah. towards them. And then I think they got hit to that and they started bringing in, the, in those Dodge SUVs. Like a lot. I don't know what brand. I'm not good with cars. Oh, those Ford Fusions. Oh, is that what they are? Yeah. But that's the ones that Hazlitt drives. I don't know. But, but, uh, but yeah. a lot of the undercover cop cars are those now. And that's the same thing. Like whenever I see it, I, I just, I just assume that it's a cop and try to, you know. Yeah. They, they just look like cop cars, like the same way those Grand Marquis or whatever the right. hell those were. They, you just think cop. And you, sometimes you think it's a cop, and then it's just an old man and like left the chicken light on. You right. know that there's some of them come with that light. Yeah, yeah. Well, when I when I uh, I think we've talked about uh, Big Blue and Big Baby Blue, my my Crown Victorias that I used to drive when I was younger. Oh yeah, Crown Vicks. That's what they were. Mm-hmm. And and um, those you know those were cop cars. Those were the cop cars that you saw crashing in the mall in the Blues Brothers. You know, yeah, like yeah. <laughs> by the by the time I was driving, though they weren't the cop cars had had progressed from then and were like not as boxy and more and more energy efficient and, yeah. and all and all that stuff. But for some reason, uh, what when I was like drive down the Parkway or or the Turnpike or whatever, and if I was in the left lane and I came up behind somebody, they would always get over because they they would look in their rear view, see the headlights, think that it's cop headlights, and get over. It happened yeah. all the time. It was great. All I had to do was like eighty eighty five in the left lane, and people would always just move out <laughs> of the way from me because they assumed that I was a cop. And it was way past the point where Crown Victorias were cop cars. I don't know. You probably thought you were like a detective or some shit, like undercover. Like I would at any second put the fucking the light, take the light out the window and put it on yeah, the top yeah. and be like, let's roll. <laughs> I thought you were Serpico. Yeah. So, uh, so here's the situation. Um, my parents went away for a week's vacation. What am I even talking about? Oh, your job. <laughs> you, um, y- you have a new schedule that we kind of have to adhere to. Yeah. So here's the promise that we're making to you, dear A High Five listeners, is that there will absolutely be two podcasts a week going forward they just might be on a wednesday and a saturday we're gonna try to keep them on tuesdays and fridays even if we record them on different days but at least next week i think it's it's to the point where we could only record on wednesday and saturday so they might come out a little late but they'll be there yeah i mean people don't really listen to wednesday morning anyway right no, you know, it depends. I just want to, you know, my, I really would like, the one thing that I think that we don't do good is consistency. Yeah. And now, granted, we are trying to juggle these two insanely fucked up lives that we lead outside of sitting in this room on these microphones. Right. I mean, if this was all we did, you know, of course they would be. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right. You know? No, I know. But I, I want their, I want, I want the listeners to know that they could depend on the fact that there's going to be, you know, and and again, now this week we didn't. It took us seven days to get back into the studio because of all the stuff that was going on. And I got a bunch of emails and stuff. What's going on? Is Richie okay? You know, like every time every time we disappear, it's like, uh oh, where is Richie dead? Is he in rehab? Is he fucking? Is he you know living in a gutter someplace? Like what the fuck's going on? And uh, it was quite the opposite this time. You're out there being a, a fucking productive citizen while I was wallowing in my own misery. Yeah, isn't it like ironic how like when I'm doing good, <laughs> you know, there's no talk about it, and then when I'm doing <laughs> shitty, it's like let's talk about it. Well, who set that up, my friend? Who set that up? <laughs> you kind of dug your own your own <laughs> hole when it comes to that shit. No, but I'm I'm proud of you. You're fucking out there working. You have a plan. Yeah. Now the only thing, and I and I express this to you every time you start making money. The only thing that I'm worried about, as your friend and co-host of this fine podcast, is that as soon as you get money in your pocket. You tend to go a little bit, uh, get a little bit crazy with uh, one of your main vices. Yeah, well, I can't. I just can't. It's over. Yeah. Like, well, you know, then it, what's what's the point of working? <laughs> right. Know? Well, that's that's the question that I would pose to you, but that doesn't seem to be a question that you've pondered much in the past. Yeah. Well, because I never really cared, but it's time to start caring. <laughs> you think? Yeah. You think at thirty six years old, it's time to start caring? Yeah, I think the wheels are off. All right. Good. I'm scraping a lot, <laughs> scraping down the road on one wheel. <laughs> it's insane. I was thinking about this today um, because I'm about to turn 37. 
time has gone very quickly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in a month from now, I'll be 37 years old. And, and I was kind of just looking back on my life uh, and uh, cringing as I do. <laughs> and uh, but I was I was thinking about how you got hosed. <laughs> I got hosed many times. Yeah, man, I got fucking hosed. <laughs> I've been hosed a lot, <laughs> and specifically in the past. Uh, anyway, um, but uh, uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So I was just thinking about like where I am right now as opposed to where like tra- the trajectory of my life three years ago was. And I, I, I mean, how could you ever have guessed? It's, it's so weird. It's almost entertaining. I, I almost don't mind it, but it's like, it's like, man, you just don't. In my eyes, you're doing better. <laughs> what? In my eyes, you're doing better. Oh, uh, but my eyes aren't really <laughs> the best eyes to see through. I mean, I think I certainly am doing better in a lot of in a lot of aspects. Um, I have to I have to nail down the the solid employment stream of money, yeah. so I could continue to afford rent and stuff like that down. But as far as mentally, physically um uh and and everything else yeah of course i'm doing a lot yeah. lot better i'm in a lot better place well that's what i mean like yeah 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 money isn't real i've set that's true i tell myself that all the time i've set myself up in a way that once everything comes together then i'll it, i i'll be fine and i won't i won't crash and burn again which is good yeah it's just a matter of getting up to that that moment you know mm-hmm. and i thought i was on that track and then and then uh that got the rug as they say, got swept out from underneath me. But it's all right. I'm already, I'm already rebuilding. It's already right. happening. It's no big deal. Everything happens for a reason. Right. That's like we said, blessing in disguise. Now, right. now it's going to be even better. Right, 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 right. Sounds good. All Whatever bullshit we need to tell each other to not yeah. blow our brains out. <laughs> oh, my God. I fucking hoose myself with that bullshit <laughs> night and day. <laughs> for, for two people whose lives suck so badly, we're very positive, <laughs> positive people. Hey, that's what you got to do. White rice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um... Okay, so it, now you might be saying to yourself, okay, Dev, that sucks. You lost your job and Richie got a new job. So what'd you do? Just sit around like a fat fuck for a week and do nothing, play video games and smoke weed and feel bad for yourself and think about all the, the times in your life where things were going good and how you probably didn't deserve <laughs> that sounds them? sounds awesome. <laughs> now, the answer to that is mostly yes, but also what I did in my time because the one thing that I care about more than anything in the world is this fine program that you're listening to right now is that I went to work on the Awkward Hi-Fi podcast, and um, I redesigned our whole website, which is now up and running again. Um, and you, and so anybody at home who wants to go check that out, you could get that at ahighfivepod.com, or if you have the old address, which is awkwardhigh5.com, that still works too. You could go on there. Um, it's it's a simple site right now. It's it's a, a homepage. I, the page with the episodes... I, I, I'm guessing that most people just get us on iTunes or SoundCloud or Stitcher and all that stuff. But uh, that, So I made a, an episodes page where the 10 latest episodes will always be on that page. And then if you want to go you know, and get more, you could, you could go to whatever place that you listen to the episodes. Yeah, it's cool the way it's set up. Yeah, there's a contact uh, page. So you could go on there and, um, and send us a quick email right off the website that, that sends directly to us. So if you want to contribute to the show... Send us some ideas or you have any questions or whatever it is, you can send it straight to there. And the A High Five hotline, which we've been like on and off toying with since we started, but didn't pay much attention to and then blah, blah, blah and all that stuff. That is now back up and running 24-7. Uh, you can call that at any time. Leave us a message. Uh, if, if it's something that, you know, a topic that you think we should talk about, if you have a comment about the show or you just want to tell us a story or whatever the fuck you want to do. Call that number. Actually, I'll, I'll give that out right now. I should probably have it on. I should probably be more professional and have that on me, but hang on for a sec. Yeah, and, and it would be cool if you guys out there use it because, you know, we want to start incorporating the listeners into the show because we want, you know, we want you to hear what you want to hear. And Well, that's the whole point. So, uh, okay, well, first off, the, the phone number is 607-319-2445. That's 607-319-AHI5. How cool is that? Mm. Some professional shit right there. Um, but yeah, call it, leave a message. Let's, it, we 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 we've been saying this from the beginning, but it's been a slow it's been a slow build for us here. But we want this show to be more of a community. We want we want to be more in touch with the listeners um, and everybody who emails me and sends me in things. And blah, I mean, I appreciate. It. I read every single one of them. It's awesome. Uh, but but yeah, we we want to be more in touch with that. Now that brings me to my next thing, Richard. 
Not only did I redo the website, and also the website, there's a, we're going to add, I'm going to add a blog to it so that we could just write. Because before what we were doing uh, on the old website is we were putting up the episodes and then I was doing show notes for the episodes. Yeah. Which which is cool and everything, but I, I don't know how many people, like, because I, I am, I'm a consumer of many podcasts. I don't, I don't really go to their websites very often. I, I, I very rarely read show notes. So I don't know how many people are actually reading and enjoying that. I'm sure some people were, but, but uh, I would doubt that it would be the majority of the listeners of the show. So what I decided to do with this one is I'm going to put up a blog section that, that I could go on there and I could write about, or you can, or who, you know, either way, we can write about an episode, write about anything we want, basically. But, uh, but for the most part, write about and reference an episode. So like if we're talking about a video or a news article or a picture or something on the show, then in the blog section, you could go on and, and you look at that and do all that stuff. Instead That's of being, really cool. Instead of having specific show notes. Because then, you know, if we talk about something and maybe there'd be something we forgot to bring up or something that somebody wants to expand on, which we've seen before. Oh, on yeah. Basic, you know, even if someone sends us a, a joking meme or right. something like that. Or the case that happens more than not is that we talk about something and we're completely ill-informed and wrong about it. And <laughs> yeah. then the people who listen to this show have to tell us how stupid we are. Yeah. Right. You know, or someone wants to send a picture of a jacked kangaroo that's going to scare me to sleep every night. Sure, you right. Know? Yeah. Things like that. Yeah. So that, that will, uh, that'll be the blog. And then coming very soon. Can you believe that kangaroo's for real? That- <laughs> Are we going back into you being worried about kangaroos? That thing is fucking insane. Look, there's and some cut. Has, I think its name is like Ralph. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, Ralph's going to fuck you up. <laughs> there's, some, there's some cut kangaroos out there, my friend. But Ralph is like insane. It's like the warrior. <laughs> Have you seen it? And he's like, there's one where he's like crushing a garbage can and shit. I've never saw Ralph in action. Oh I just saw God. the picture of him standing fucking menacingly. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's one where he's like all seductive and shit laying down. It's fucked up. Wait, I'm sorry. There is a picture of, of, a, of a kangaroo, a cut kangaroo in a seductive, almost like uh, George Costanza type pose. Exactly. Really? Yeah. Who put it's, him in that pose? I don't know. I think he's just real, like, human. He's aware? He's, he knows exactly what's going on. <laughs> he fucking crushes cans. He, you know, lifts weights. Does roids. It's a fucked up kangaroo. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, the next thing that I, that, I, that I want to talk about that I did, which I set up, which is something that everybody has been recommending to us basically since the, the, the start of this show is a Patreon page. Ah. Um, and I, to be honest with you, I was a little hesitant. Well, I was very hesitant. is why we didn't do it at first. Because I'm not a fan of the, uh, of the, the uh, GoFundMes or the Kickstarters of the world. Like, I get it. You know, like, I get, I get the Kickstarters for what they're supposed to be used for when somebody has, like, a really good idea for new technology or a new board game or something that people like and then... They could crowdsource the money and then make a product and then return that product to the people that paid in for it. Right. That's great. The, the, the times that I get a little uh about it is when people are like just pretty much asking for money. You know, like my car broke down. I need money or, yeah. you know, and shit. Like I, 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 I feel bad. Like, it's like some people go through like medical things that they, that they really need to get out of the hole for. And, uh, and I could understand why they might get to the point where they would like to crowdsource money for that and, and, and everything. And, I, and, but myself, I don't think I'd ever be able to bring myself to do that. Right. I know exactly what you mean, but it's not like we're asking for money for nothing. We're, well, we're, we're not. Right. We're, you know, we're and, well, providing that's, something in return. Well, that's where that's what I was going to get to is uh, one of the reasons why it took so long for us to do this is because I was a little ignorant of what Patreon was. I thought that Patreon was the type it was like pretty much crowdsourcing kind of deal like uh you know give we're, we have a goal of two thousand dollars everybody who listens donates um and it's not that what it is is the the fine listeners of this show you at home if you decide that you would like to donate a, a, a money to the show uh there's different tiers so this is what this is basically what we have set up and i'll explain it but there's perks that go along the, to those tiers, and it's actually a pretty cool system that, that yeah. I think will work. And and a lot of a lot of podcasts use it. Um, and look, we're not trying to we're not trying to get rich or anything like that. I think I set our goal at five hundred dollars. It's more of a matter of we, and it says it in the description on the Patreon. 
it's more of a matter of we want to expand this show to 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 reach a bigger audience to to make a bigger community. Um, we want to start implementing live shows uh, that we could have live call-ins. We yeah. want to do video. And all these things cost money, and 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 as as you know, as we were just saying, we can't stay employed at the same <laughs> fucking time. Because believe me, I'll throw all of my money into the, into the show. I don't I don't care about that. I, that's no big deal. But um, but we have to have it there. But anyway, but there, the thing that I'm with the Patreon, it, which is cool, is it allows us to uh to give back also. So basically, what it is, the way that I have it set up right now, and it, it'll change. Um. Like there will probably be higher tiers and more incentives. Like when we have merch, when we which is coming soon, when we get shirts and stickers and stuff that, that we want to give out or all that stuff. But basically, what it is now is that there's three tiers. There's one tier, um, which is the Hasbro tier, right? Mm-hmm. Which you could donate anywhere from one to four dollars a month to the Awkward High Five podcast. Now, there's nothing that comes along with that. It's but but basically, what that is is if there's anybody out there that's nice enough who feels like, hey. I get eight podcasts, at least eight podcasts a month from these guys. I could give them a dollar or two a month because, you know, fucking 30 cents a podcast or whatever it is. That's fair and worth mm-hmm. it. I do that. I specifically do that for a few of the podcasts that I listen to and like. So I get it. <clears throat> so along with that, you get a free commercial with uh, Sarah McLaughlin in the background. <laughs> yes. And a picture of us with like the big toothache bandana around our head and a big sad look. <laughs> There's just a fly on your on your cheek. Yeah. For a price in of coffee. The eye of yeah. An angel. <laughs> yeah, so for the price of a cup of coffee a day. <laughs> yeah, a cup of coffee. Alyssa Milano is gonna <laughs> You can enjoy the awkward high five podcast if you like. Um yeah, there's that. And then the second one, now I think this is where the value comes in, Richard, is the second tier is five dollars or above. And what you get with that is two exclusive Patreon a high five episodes a month uh sent directly to you or i don't even know how that works you might just have to go on patreon to get it or whatever it may be so basically anybody who decides to donate five dollars or more a month to the awkward high five podcast on patreon is going to get two extra exclusive episodes a month to listen to from us solely for our patreon uh patrons i suppose they're called on patreon uh, subscribers and and we're gonna do that. We're gonna be st- steady on that, and that's gonna be cool. That's a cool and, thing. And maybe we'll include some uh, behind the scenes or confidential information in those episodes that only they can know about. Yeah, it'll be it'll be a little bit different. I think yeah. I, we don't know yet because we haven't done it yet. <laughs> I'll rap hot nigga and incriminate myself for the whole time. <laughs> Yeah, maybe maybe in those episodes you'll hear a little bit more about Richie's criminal activities than we like to uh, put out in, in the full free spectrum of the world. Uh, maybe maybe you'll get a little bit more insight onto the, the, some of the things that we discuss, uh, personal things that we discuss on the show, or <laughs> m- maybe you'll get behind the scenes looks at what goes on. I don't you know, I don't know. We're gonna play with it. Well, at the very least, you're gonna get two extra hours of a high five a month for your five dollars. Um, and, and then, you know, and also once you hit that tier going forward, uh, you know, we have all these grand plans and everything, but going forward, like once we start doing, cause we want to do live shows and, and stuff like that down the road. Um, one of the main things that we want to do is, uh, we want to get a bigger, better, more public studio, which is, that's one of the main things on my list for the show is uh, I want to, I want to have a space that's, uh, that we could that's solely for because we're kind of borrowing the space that we do here now and it's not that public of an area um can't exactly have a ton of people coming in and out and stuff but mm-hmm. i want to get a studio space that's just set up for awkward high five there'll be there it could be a hangout place there'll be chairs and stuff there so we could just have listeners could come into the studio and hang out with us we could have people in whenever we want we could do whatever we want mm-hmm. um and once that happens obviously people who are patrons of the awkward high five will always get first priority when it comes to that kind of stuff i would like to maybe Give an attempt to where we used to have our band studio. That would be a great place for this. I thought about that. Um, the location is good and everything. The problem is, is that it's a band studio, which means that most of the times that we're doing the show, there's going to be multiple bands in other rooms just blasting out. And, we and you hear them? Oh, yeah. I don't remember. I mean, the rooms are soundproofed, but you still hear them. Oh, you hear the Yeah, other yeah, bands. of course. Yeah. It's not really, it wouldn't really make for a good uh, podcasting. And even if we throw up some of our own soundproofing in the room, it wouldn't help. 
Yeah, I don't know. You know, get some of that egg crate foam or something, or right. eat a lot of eggs. I'm not sure. The good thing about a podcast, the podcast, is that we don't need much. You know, yeah. we need a desk, we need our equipment, and then we need some chairs and maybe you know some refreshments, and then we're <laughs> off and running. So it, even if it's a matter of of get of just renting a big enough room someplace that we could turn into a studio, whatever it may be, I don't know. I mean, and of course that's coming down the road, but but that's a, that's a big hope of mine. Well, maybe we could just rent our own apartment and to have, like, the A-High Five flop house. <laughs> <laughs> well, the look. Patreon page could be, like, chip in for rent, and then people could use it as their own party hole whenever they want. Um, um, that could be your apartment. I don't know if I'm going to go with that. <laughs> That'd be sweet. I'm looking down the barrel of 37. I think living in the party hole is pretty much... I've lived in a lot of party holes. I think living in a party hole is, is Patron, over for me. Pay for RTG's party hole. <laughs> And that would be the worst thing in the world to do because that would last for a week and then you'd be dead. <laughs> We'd have one AI5 fucking party and then halfway through you'd be dead in the middle of it. <laughs> so that's not going on. Um, but yeah, I do want to get a, pl- a more public place where we could have people and contribute to the show, watch the show, do all the things. That- so that's going to be part of it. Now, there's a third tier um, <clears throat> on Patreon that we did. And this one is $10 or more a month. Ooh. Now, Rent RTG a mansion. <laughs> the ten dollar more a month one as of right now you not only get the two exclusive uh a high five episodes uh a month for patreon subscribers or donators or patrons or whatever it's called but you also will get a song written specifically for you i love it that me and you write and record Mm mm-hmm and um and that's it that's basically what it is and you'll get a downloadable song you can put it on your fucking uh and my hope is this while i was thinking about and when we get merch you get a t-shirt right yeah yeah and that's gonna come right but i didn't do anything with the the merch stuff yet because we haven't gotten it all yet but once we're into it like yeah obviously people who are paying ten dollars a month to listen to the show that they'll They'll get a free T-shirt or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. We're going to rearrange the stuff as it goes on, and we could offer more. The more we could offer, believe me, because I even put in there like we come, we come from uh, DIY punk roots where we like we literally had problems. We would go play shows and then have problems asking for money after we played show. Like we're not the asking for money type. I know mm. specifically, I'm not. So believe me, when I want to give you more value than what you're paying for, then, you know, I want to do that. Like even the two shows, you know, I got that idea. It's not an original idea. I got that idea from a lot of the podcasts that I listen to do that. But most of them do one show. So if you pay $5 or more, you get one extra show a month. But in my mind, that's the first thing I thought of. I was like, well, how – I don't feel like – I mean, <laughs> we got to A lot of people out there are probably like, yeah, $5 a month for an extra show. That's fucking awesome. But for me, it's like, no, you know what? I'm going to give you more. I'm going to give you more than that. <laughs> Two episodes a month. You, know? you don't want to feel like you're hosing anybody. I don't want to hose anybody. <laughs> uh, you know, that kind of thing. So anyway, so yes, with the, with the, uh, the $10 subscription – we will, me and you, will write and record a song specifically for you. I'm not going to promise that it's going to be good. I can almost promise the the opposite of that. But <laughs> but uh, it'll be your specific song from Devin Ritchie of the A High Five. And plus, you'll get the two extra episodes a month. And then plus, you'll get more perks as they come out. Um, and then the hope for that would be that, that if we had enough going forward, had enough $10 or more subscribers and we wrote all these songs, then we could start a A High Five playlist on Spotify. <laughs> I was going to say A High Five, the record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is the age of Aquarius. <laughs> it just does doing hair. Um, but uh, it, 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 we could start a Spotify playlist with all the songs that we wrote for listeners mm-hmm. and recorded for listeners. Now that's going to take some time. I also don't. I also don't uh, think that people are going to be beating down the door to start throwing us money through this thing. It's going to be a slow process over time. But uh, but that's it. That's what it is. So if you go, if anything, it's an interesting uh, experiment. Yeah, you know, to see if if it's worth it. You know, like I said, I like the Patreon setup. I I donate to a few uh, uh, smaller podcasts that I listen to through Patreon. Only like a dollar or two a month for the non perk thing, whatever. But you know, I'm the type of person that if somebody's creating something and I and I like it, I want to I want to pay them for right, it. You right. know, so so I like I like the whole setup. Um, and uh, yeah, so if you guys want to do that, it's on there. It's you go to Patreon p a t r e o n dot com. 
and um or is it p-a-t-o i was just thinking was no like, mm. it's patreon yeah so p-a-t-r-e-o-n yeah, patron <laughs> don't go to patron.com go to patreon.com and uh, i think it's backslash awkward high five but you could just search it and we're there and you'll see our ugly mugs and uh our mugs yeah <laughs> our ugly Free a high five mug <laughs> mug on a mug um and uh you could choose your plan and uh and get the perks that come with it the shows will start uh next month the 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 secret shows the patreon shows if we have to do them (laughs) yeah right well no we're gonna have to do them i'm sure some people yeah you think Mm -hmm. we'll see yeah so those those will start next month but that's it so that's that's what i've been busy working on cool and i'm glad that all that's finally set up i'm starting to feel like more set up of a show i feel like we got we're we're Bringing everything together, and this is more of an entity than it was, and it's just this loose, floppy thing. Yeah, that's yeah. You know, I mean, it, it feels better just being being like that. You know, maybe that's what will bring more listeners to the table. <laughs> maybe <laughs> I don't know because um, we're still stuck at that fifty-seven review slot. <laughs> I think, but the weird thing is, is that we got we got some reviews. So I think some fell off, or people deleted their accounts, or Why? some shit like that. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. We lost a few likes as well. Really? Yeah, we lost like four. Really? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if that's unlike. That's another thing. I that's another thing that I will uh, that I will admit is that I am horrible at social media. I don't like it so much, specifically Twitter. I, I can't stand Twitter. Twitter is the fucking worst. It's just it's just fucking a bunch of people bitching in 140 characters yeah, and being so trolls we don't, we and don't shit. Tweet right? No, we do. No, we tweet. And and, tw- and Twitter is is a pretty important tool for for things like podcasts and bands and stuff like that. Yeah, it certainly is. So m- one of my resolutions in this new year was to be more active with the website, not with myself, but with the website. Uh, I mean, with the uh, with the podcast on social media, so they, th- that's going to happen too. We'll start. I'll start doing more and being more responsive. It's not. It's not our fault that that like we 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 don't have as many likes and everything like that because we literally, besides posting episodes, I'm not out there like doing anything like being engaged or anything like that. I need to. I need to do that. Well, you know, what, what could what else could we do? You know, we wanna we wanna do that party. We want people to participate. You know, we're offering the extra episodes and stuff. It's not like we could take the show on the road or anything. Well, we can, and I would like to at <laughs> yeah. some point. Yeah. Who's going to invite us? What? I don't know. We'll find places set up. Spread the word. <laughs> Just set up at a random park or something. Yeah, there's there's uh, there's um, podcast conferences that go on all over the place. I'd like uh, to yeah? get it. I'd like to get in on a couple of those. Oh yeah, of course. I didn't know it was like a free spectrum like that. Yeah, no. I mean, it's a it's a it's a big. Uh, well, it's obviously a big community because everybody in the world has a podcast. Yeah, you know, but it's it's a it's a community. It's things. Mm. It's out there that I'd like to be a part of. Yeah, definitely. So uh, we're you know going forward. I just feel like you know this last year. Let's just call it a year that this show has been on the air for the most part. We missed a month for, for some reason. Mm-hmm. For some reason, we missed a month. And uh, but anyway, fucking, um, it, we we've been we've been learning. We've been learning how to podcast. We've been you know figuring out the voice of the show and how much we want to t- talk about our personal lives versus just try to be funny and talk about pop culture shit and all that stuff. Yeah. And I think we finally reached a point where we know what the show is, what we want to give to everybody. Um, and and we what we wanted to be. So now is the time to build towards that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's enough talking about that. That's all. That's the a high five in a nutshell. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Normally we'll go to your topics at this point, but I I have something I want to ask you. Bring it on. When I say these words to you, what comes to your head? Okay, go. Craigslist killer. Uh, somebody that goes on Craigslist and sees like a woman seeking mail. And then respond saying, you know, I got what you need, baby, when they meet up, slash, slash, slash. Okay. But it, uh, the specific Craigslist killer. No, nothing about him. Okay. But when I, when, I bring, when I say that that name, when I say to you the Craigslist killer, what do you think that that guy did? Exactly what I said. Right. When I'm on Craigslist, woman seeking male or whatever, man seeking man, uh-huh. acted like he was interested, whether sexually or friendly, uh-huh. met up. And acted friendly, then murdered. Uh huh. And how many people do you think he murdered? Was he a serial kill- serial killer? Uh yeah, probably. Right. I really don't know anything about him. But right. I'm sure he- but these are. But just from just from your uh, like what you think you know about him, that's what you think, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think that the Craigslist killer, for 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 my information, what I thought 
was was some dude that was on Craigslist and was a serial killer. Was was like somebody wanted to sell a coffee table. He said, "I'd like to buy that coffee table." And then when they got to, they brought him the coffee table, he murdered him, uh, or, yeah. or, or or a sexual thing or whatever that you know, like or, or prostitutes or whatever. That's what yeah. I thought until I listened. Missed to, connection. <laughs> yes, until I listened to. Um, uh, a podcast, Sword and Scale, which is a cool kind of uh, true crime podcast I listen to sometimes. And they had a whole two episode arc where they went over. Wait, I'm sorry. A true crime podcast? Yeah, there's a ton of those. Ooh. You would like Sword and Scale. Listen to Sword and Scale. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Mm. I don't know that. I like that stuff. I'm, I'm, this isn't a plug. Like, I don't know the guy personally, um, but it's it's a good, it's a good uh, a true crime podcast. That's cool. Um, uh, but anyway, I listened to the two episode arc that they had uh, that Sword and Scale had on the Craigslist Killer, and it was a very interesting podcast because they were actually going over the interrogation tapes between the Craigslist Killer and the Craigslist Killer's girlfriend, who were being interrogated in two separate rooms, and how the girlfriend had no idea that she was dating the Craigslist Killer. She really didn't. Had no idea. She right? wasn't playing the babe in the woods. No, movie. she literally had no idea. But. Here's the thing that stunned me that I did not know, and I assume that most people don't because I've asked a few people about this since then, and they and they've all answered the same way that you answered, like, oh yeah, he was a serial killer that you know met people on Craigslist and killed him. The Craigslist killer not only was he a young guy, he was a, he was a guy in his um, in his like early twenties. I think there he was like right out of college or might have even still been in college, but now oh, fuck, come on this thing not working he was the true creator of napster uh sorry no (laughs) but he only killed one person and it was because that person uh oh yeah attacked him yeah so So it was self-defense well here and now i'm not in any way (laughs) craigslist defender (laughs) i'm not in any way exonerating the craigslist killer he was a bad person doing bad things but his whole racket was he would hire prostitutes on Craigslist, tell them to meet him in hotel rooms, and then when they met him in the hotel room, he would rob them at gunpoint for money. He would take their money and their credit cards, and then he would leave. So it was a stick-up scheme of robbing prostitutes. And one time, uh, he, he was robbing a prostitute, and she, she came at him. And so Were it, one of them little hooker guns? I don't know. Yeah, it was Saturday <laughs> Night Special. The, yeah, pulled it out of the garter. I don't know what the exact circumstances was, but she, she was like, fuck that, and charged at him, and he shot her and killed her. Um, and that was the only person that he killed. And, and, and I think in total, he only robbed like three or four people. Now, granted, Amateur. the guy should go to jail. He ended up killing himself in jail and stuff. And the, the, really? Yeah. The guy should go to jail and he's a scumbag and everything like that. But f- for some reason or another, I don't know if it was the way that the news portrayed it back then or whatever it was, was. But in my mind, the Craigslist killer was a serial, like a weird Jeffrey Dahmer type serial killer that yeah, was out there killing people. That's what I'm picturing. And I don't even think because I've never seen anything uh media wise on him i'm just going by the name i think it's just the way they call him the craigslist, craigslist killer. killer right that's what i'm saying i think that because you in my mind i kind of associate him with the zodiac killer right right you, you know yeah like, you, it's a it's like a serial killer name and aura kind of yeah if it you gives, get a title yeah it's almost like you've been doing this on the regular right yeah Right, and that's what I always thought. Like until I heard the story and listened to those podcasts, I and you, if you would have asked me what the Craigslist killer, I would have said the same thing. And it's just not true. The guy was robbing prostitutes, and 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 shit got uh, went sideways, and he ended up shooting one, <laughs> and and that was it. He wasn't a serial killer. I don't even think the guy honestly was out to to murder anybody. Like he wasn't a murderer. He was just a dumb kid who was who was sticking up prostitutes, yeah, yeah. and got into a bad situation. And then got turned into the Craigslist killer, mm-hmm. which is nuts. Yeah, it's it, it, like we were saying, it's the way they advertise his name as the Craigslist mm-hmm. killer. You know, it makes it seem like he's, you know, this is his whole mo. Like he's ha- he's been doing this for however long, and you know, he's a serial killer that goes about. And I'm sure, and I'm sure, a lot of that ha- came from the 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 media's need to like overhype it all. And and make it seem like it's more ominous and, and dangerous than it actually was, you know, for ratings and, and, and eyeballs and all that stuff. 
but yeah, I don't, I don't know. My my whole life, I always just thought, or you know, since it happened, I always just thought that he was this maniac and he was just a stupid college kid who was shooting like um, robbing hookers. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's funny you bring that up because you you know, like I told you how I watch those. You know, not only the crime shows, but real big on like the murderers and the kidnapper shows and mm-hmm. shit. And uh, there was a, there's a new one on Netflix. I can't think of the name right now, but I watched this thing about this guy. And it, it's so funny how these serial killers, you know, they're so. Uh, they, they, Sorry, I not to interrupt you, but I just figured out why our, our intro was so blasting. Anyway, go on. Um, how they they're almost out in the open. They almost, not that they want to get caught, but they're very like, I, I want to use the word flamboyant, but that's not the word I want. Uh, they're just uh, not Well, com- flamboyant works. I know what you're saying. Like but cocky they're, about it. Yeah. They, they, it's almost like they don't care if they get, you know, they're, they're sneaking around and they're covering their tracks, but at the same time, it's like they want to be seen or they want it mm-hmm. to be obvious. And they want the recognition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there was this one guy that he he ended up being a serial killer, and uh, he killed everywhere from England to Italy and Europe, and they were tracking him and they were watching him, and he had this thing. It's not quite a horse collar, or <laughs> a horse muffler, or whatever the fuck that thing is that freaks me out. But he would go up behind women. He, he was a woman killer. And he'd sneak up on them, whether it's on the bus or be sit, he's sitting behind them on the bus or the train. Or he, he had this thing where he would creep around parks and stuff. And he would go behind them with scissors and sniff, snip off a piece of their hair. Really? And he would collect their hair. And like some of these women wouldn't even know that their hair got snipped off. And then, you know, eventually in the news, they would say, you know, if you were missing a lock of your hair awkwardly, then... Watch your back, you know. So, um, okay. So he would go. Uh, he would. He would go up behind women, snip off a, a locket of their hair, and then kill them later. He or he was just going around collecting hair. He was collecting the hair, but if you know the opportunity came up, he would. Okay, so not every murder. woman who got their hair clipped also got murdered, right? But yeah. everyone who got murdered had their hair clipped. Yeah, yeah, and uh, he always had. He had a, always had a great alibi or an. Ex- or excuse for everything um when they started following him they followed him to like this park where it was this big open field and you see this woman walk by and he like so creepy man like it was another thing that freaked me out horse collar wise he fucking crouches down like in the weeds you know like he's gonna pounce her like a fucking tiger you know Mm -hmm. and then uh, something happens where he doesn't and uh he goes to his trunk he changes his clothes uh in in his bag they found gloves a mask a knife but still the, you know they couldn't charge him with anything cuz he didn't do anything you know one of those stupid rules you know yeah right but you know when they ask him why were you crouching and shit like that he says that he's uh, he collects insects <laughs> and that he saw like a sweet bug <laughs> and then he wanted to get you know like right who comes up with that shit? You got it. Serial killers. That's Psychopaths. What, seriously, man. Collecting bugs. You know, someone goes, why were you crouching in the weeds? I would just buck them and be like, I was going to kill a bitch. You know? <laughs> like, where do you come up with I was collect- You got me. You got yeah. me. I was going to murder a woman. Yeah. I was collecting bugs. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Uh, well, I mean... There, there is something that to be said. I think about uh, serial killers' intelligence. It's I, from what I read, most serial killers have a really high IQ. Yeah, and uh, they had him in the interrogation room, and uh, the dude he knew English perfect, but he spoke Italian, and he was doing this thing in the interrogation room where, because um, he got caught in England, mm-hmm. and they would ask him a question in English, and he knew perfectly well what they were saying. But he would turn to the translator to buy himself time to come up with an excuse. Yeah. So they would ask the question. He knew damn well what they were saying and started thinking of his excuse. But to give himself more time to develop it, would turn to the translator and say, what did they say? The translator would translate it to him in Italian. But the whole time, he's He's just thinking about what he's going to say next. Yeah. Intelligent dude. Fucked up. Yeah. So they caught him, though. Yeah, they got him. And his first kill... Was How many people did he kill in, in total? I think three or four okay. women. And his first kill was this woman. Um, 
in Italy, and uh, he, apparently he came from some well-to-do family that was close with the church of or course. some shit like that. Yeah, like fucking um, Dirtsty Boy. Fucking uh, what was his name? Mm-hmm. I always want to call him Fred Durst, but he's not the the old guy from the HBO show. He came from that millionaire family, and he was a serial killer. I don't know who you're talking about. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. The the uh, what's it called? You said you watched it and you didn't like it. It came out the same time as Making a Murder. Uh, it was on HBO. Um, anyway, go on. Uh, whatever. But his uh, name Robert man. Durst. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Who was that? He I forget. Was, he was the guy that that uh, they did a documentary on. The old guy who fucking was killing people, and then he got busted because he stole a sub from the fucking store. <laughs> what was his show? I don't know. It sounds so familiar. What was this show called? Anyway, go on. Um, <clears throat> so he was, like I said, he was close with the church, and uh, I, don't, I don't know if he actually married this girl or if they were just dating and they were, like, to be married, but, you know, she went missing, and she was just considered missing, and he acted all distraught and everything. And then after he was busted for murder, they actually found her body locked in this upstairs room in a church. And, like, the priest was helping him cover it up. And the priest, like... The priest was helping him cover it up? Yeah. The priest, like, died the day after they found the body. He was, like, in his 80s. But I guess that just, you know, killed him. The guilt and shit, you know? But her fucking corpse was just rotting in an attic. Jesus. Imagine what that shit looked like. No. Like, ugh. I don't want to. Fuck, like the thing in the bed in seven. <laughs> <laughs> there was all air fresheners hanging in there and shit. All right, so the name of the show was The Jinx, by the way. And when I looked up Robert Durst, the first thing that came up from this, uh, was a CNN article from December 21st, 2016. It says, Durst, I was on meth during HBO show. <laughs> <laughs> like, if this guy didn't kill people, I kind of like him. He's like a fucking <laughs> schizophrenic meth head maniac in his 80s. Anyway, I can't. Now I'm thrown off. I don't remember a meth head. Yeah. Well, he he didn't admit that he was on meth in the show. Um, Um, Whatever. Fuck Robert Durst and Fred Durst while we're at it. Um, So, what was the whole point of the story? You're just talking about this crazy maniac? Just just serial killers, how they're just so creepy and crafty, and, you know, the. They'll devote every second of their time to come up with excuses and alibis. Yeah, and, like that's their their fucking thing. The creepiest thing ones to me are the ones that are normal people that have this completely second, second life. Second life, yeah, yeah. You know, and like when they get caught, everyone like 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 the Craigslist killer kind of, even though he wasn't like so much of a creepy serial killer, but he was going out. And robbing prostitutes and and had killed somebody and his girlfriend had no idea she didn't had no idea that she was fucking you tell that she yeah but I mean like the closest person to him she didn't even pick up a scent wasn't no suspicions whatsoever if you listen to her interrogation she's blindsided by the whole thing and that's the most uh, that's the most interesting part of it is you slowly like like hear her start going like. Well, what, what, like, what are you guys arresting him for? And did, did this make, like, she starts kind of putting things together and starts like freaking out. Imagine that. Like, yeah. imagine you were, you're married to somebody or dating somebody for years and years and years. And then you find out that there's something ah, like sucks. some sort of monster like that. That's a nutty ass thing. Yeah. That's like, um, uh, like the guys who kill their wives you know, or wives that kill their husbands yeah. for insurance money. It's always for insurance money. Yeah. But uh, I think we talked about this. The guy that slowly, slowly killed his wife with antifreeze. Oh, right. Because yeah. Because it, it has no smell or taste and he was disguising it in Gatorade. Yeah. And she was getting sicker and sicker. And he would tell her that Gatorade is what you drink when you're sick. So it will help Electrolytes, you. baby. Yeah. And she just kept fucking dying and dying. And, and, she would, you know, uh, email her sister and say, you know, Bob is such a good guy. He's always giving me Gatorades. <laughs> <laughs> that so that up. is weird. That is a weird thing that we that we do. If if the flip if the switch flips and you become murderous for some reason, you're most likely going to murder somebody that you at one point cared g- deeply about. Yeah, because they're the closest to you, so you always have access. To yeah, them. but it's just it's just weird that, like, how do you go from, like, how does it go from your wedding day, you know, uh, you're young and you have this beautiful day and you look in each other's eyes and you're deeply in love <laughs> and you think about your life ahead of each other, the house you're going to own, the kids you're going to have, the cars you're going to drive, the vacations you're going to go on, all these experiences to 
10, 20 years down the road when one of them is plotting the murder of the other one. <laughs> I would say that's 70% of Americans. <laughs> but it's true. I mean, they, they, that's, that's the reason whenever there's a murder or something, the first suspect is always the spouse. Oh, always. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because that, and that just speaks to how, uh, how often that actually happens, like mm-hmm. how common of an occurrence a wife killing a husband or a husband killing a wife is. Mm-hmm. It's fucking nuts. I've seen this one where uh, a woman kills her husband and she of course you know she was the first suspect they ruled her out but then she became a suspect again when they searched her computer and saw that she downloaded guns and roses i used to love her but had to kill her <laughs> 200 times <laughs> like she was amping herself up with the song oh are you serious <laughs> that fucking great I guess if you're going to kill your your loved one, that is. Although that song's about a dog, it's not. Is a, it? Yeah, it's uh, apparently well, that was her anthem. But yeah, <laughs> like would just listen to it on repeat. Oh yeah, she's doing the axle dances. <laughs> but I had to kill her. Oh wow, ah, 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 yeah, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, I used to jam the fuck out to that song when I was a kid. By the way. <laughs> Like when I was like nine years old, I was fucking doing backflips on my bed listening to that song. Yeah. That, and what was the other song on GNR Lives where he says the N word? He's very naughty and says the N word. Um, um, immigrants and faggots. Yeah. And I Man, how's that song go? Anyway, that those are the songs. And I would, I would full blow. Damn, I can't think of what that song. I is I would now. full blown holding a comb and singing and, and doing the axle dance in the mirror and the whole fucking deal. I wasn't big on the spaghetti incident covers. I didn't like. No, that, that wasn't. The, that was GNR Lies. What I used to love her. Yeah, that's the Guns N' Roses OG, my friend. Really? Mm-hmm. I thought that was a cover song. No, no, that's an OG. Really? Yeah. Oh, good for them. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, and then uh, it's weird because this the serial killer show I'm watching now, it um. It mostly takes place in England. I, I guess that's where they're doing their investigations. Mm-hmm. And um, this woman got murdered, and uh, her kids found her body. And you listen, and they play the actual nine one one call, and it's it's you know fucked up, but it's actually pretty funny. The kid on the phone, and he's like, "My mom, she's dead. This is no joke." <laughs> I was like laughing my ass off, but like the kid just found his dead mother. But it's like, my mom, she's no, no. He goes, my mom, she's murdered. It's no joke. Okay, so this kid is going through the most horrible moment in his life that is going to probably uh, haunt him for the rest of his life, probably ruin the whole proje- projection of the rest of his life. And you're finding it amusing because he sounds like Austin Powers. Exactly. Mm, you're exactly. a good person, aren't Exactly RTG. like Austin Powers. <laughs> She's murdered. This is no joke. <laughs> I think she got like hit over the head with a hammer. Oh, yeah. Blunt force murder is the worst one. I Shoot me, stab me, do not like hit me with something flat. Yeah. You know? I just want to be shot. Like, you know in movies when they hit somebody with a hammer and it makes, like, that thud? Like, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. And they, like, freeze for a second. <laughs> they get hit and it's like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Uh, Murdered. <laughs> but I do think if we're just going to stay on murder to the end of the show, which I don't see why we won't, but I, I, <laughs> I, I do think, uh, like, you think, we think, it, as, a, as people, that... Like serial killers, although they're out there and scary, that they're they almost always get caught. You know, yeah. Like we have we have a tendency to think that you know once when a serial killer gets caught, we think like okay, there was a serial killer out there, but now he's caught. But I always ask myself like, how many people are out there that never got like how many murder serial killer murderers have lived, killed their whole lives? died a regular death like with a family and shit and nobody ever knows and nobody will ever know you know what i mean that's cool to think about well it's it's freaky to think about. yeah well i mean because i think real quick i i think that murder is easier to get away with than we think it is i think so too especially if these murderers uh murdered their whole life before the 90s because Unless they left a fingerprint or something, sure, or or told or left any loose ends, they're good. 
You could bury it in your yard. Right. I mean, before forensics, how could anybody have gotten yeah, caught? Exactly. Like any serial killer that got caught before they could fucking take semen samples is a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. You could just shoot someone in an alley and just be out. Right. That's it. As long as you throw the gun down a flue pipe in an attic somewhere, like the Godfather, you're good. And I'm pretty sure that that, it, that happened a lot. Well, I mean, if you look at the mob alone, how many, you know, they just call them mob killings. And every once in a while, somebody gets locked up for it. But how many people were murdered by the mob? Yeah. Nobody got pinned for it. The only way they get caught is uh, wiretaps. Right. That's or your, somebody ratting them out. Or ratting out. That's the only way. Yeah. You know, they would never, you know, the, the mob would never leave a, a fingerprinted murder weapon or something, you know? Mm. They always put that sweet tape around it. <laughs> Non-fingerprint tape. Or the Elmer's glue on their fingertips. Does that yeah. really work? I don't know. I never heard that. I've read that in multiple like crime books. Where well, they, it fills in your... They would take like... Uh, maybe not Elmer's glue. Maybe um, uh, the... What's that heavy-ass glue that you use? Crazy glue. And they put it on their fingertips because it makes the... Uh, it fills in the grooves. Yeah, the it grooves. makes the, fucking yeah. Fingertip, the fingerprints go away. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that works. But now, but nowadays... I'll like, try You... <laughs> You shed one hair and you're fucking screwed. For real. You got to wear like that Marky Mark surgeon outfit that he wears at the end of Departed. Yeah, and he shuffles away. <laughs> That's, that, made me, that made me hate that whole film. What, I did, his booties? Yeah, Marky Mark uh, scooting away in his little fucking paper towel <laughs> booties. I, I, when I saw that, I was like, fuck this film. Fuck Martin Scorsese. Fuck Jack Nicholson. Fuck everybody in this it film. It wasn't Scorsese's best, but why Marky Mark's booties? Well, I don't know. There was just that shot. Like They, they actually like do a close-up on his feet shuffling. It's like, shuka, 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 <laughs> down the hallway. The importance of the booty. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just it just See, rubbed like me the he, wrong way. He probably got away with that because he wore booties. Yeah, that's true. You know, because they do some fucked up shit where they'll like look for your sneakers. Like you know, they'll find a footprint somewhere and they'll match up your sneakers. Right. You know, like that dumbass. I mean, this it wasn't a murder, but this dumbass kid like robbed the fucking pharmacy or some shit. And then his girlfriend got locked up for parking tickets and he went to the police station in the town that he robbed the pharmacy to pick her up in the same outfit. And they were like, you're the one. <laughs> you know? That's fucking nuts. You know, stupid shit like that. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, regular criminals, uh, for the most part, are, are pretty dumb and are going to, I would I would guess, are going to get caught. You mm-hmm. know? But, yeah, yeah. but Smashing grabbers. There's something about the serial killer or the at least the, the, the uh, you know, the movie version of a serial killer that we romanticize that it's some really smart uh, person who, who has their shit together and is yeah. like, is, is evil, you know? Well, they they do. They sit there night and day and think about it. You know, they have rooms of pictures and shit where they follow people and crazy shit like that. That's why Michael Myers will always be my favorite killer. I've said it a million times because he stalks his prey, <laughs> watches them like three days before he even puts his gentle knife into them. Well, like, the first Halloween was more of like a voyeur movie than it was an actual yeah. s- like slasher film by yeah. far. Yeah, the, it, Its original title was The Watcher. Oh, was it really? Yeah. That's an interesting little fact. Right after, uh, on Saturday the 14th, right after Friday the 13th, mm-hmm. a little horror movie fact, which yeah. is nice. And he wasn't supposed <clears throat> to be a masked killer. And then John Carpenter went down to like a deli and grabbed that fucking Shatner mask mm-hmm. and spray painted it white. Yeah. It's fucked up. Shatner. Shatner. Ends up being the scariest thing of all time. Way scarier <laughs> than the goalie mask. Way scarier. So you think that you think that uh Michael Myers is the scariest of all the of all the horror movie slashers? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. And has the scariest music as well. Yeah. Like not only the ten 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 ten, but yeah, I would say that's definitely them, the scariest. The one that's just the, the song that's like dun 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 that's the low one. Then the one that's just dun. Night wrapped in lights. Now I would say that you ripped the beginning of that song off of Michael Myers, but I know that you ripped the beginning of that song off the Beastie Boys. Yes, yes. So I can't I can't accuse you of ripping it off of that because I know that you already ripped it off of something else. We're talking about a song that we wrote when we were thirteen. Um, Murder. <laughs> you know, I never really thought of it. I never thought of who is the, who I consider to be the scariest. Really? Uh, yeah. I guess I would. I I would have to say Jason. I think. Really? I I liked. I think part I, two Jason. I think I just like 
the Friday the 13th franchise better than all the... So if we're talking about Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the 13th, what else? Hellraiser, Chucky. Right, but they're the big three. Yeah, right. You know, like, you can't touch those three. I like Friday the 13th the best out of all of them. See, I would totally agree with you if they didn't go into all those weird ones, you know? Well, they all went into weird ones, so did Halloween. Not really. Really? Halloween H2O wasn't a fucking stupid movie? It was a stupid title, but the movie was good. Was it really? It was, uh, you know, typical Michael Myers. They don't do anything weird. They're what about Halloween 3? Three. 3, where Michael Myers isn't nothing, even in it. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. I think maybe Carpenter got sued or was in the hospital and they were like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what the the media. That's what uh, Hollywood does is they wait for directors or or uh, fucking um, it, owners of franchises to go into the hospital and then they rip it away from them. <laughs> Carpenter was in a, a a coma working with G. Gordon Liddy. <laughs> <laughs> he signed over the Halloween franchise. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I like the first two Halloweens for sure. Did you ever see? That? I mean, uh, yeah, Halloweens. You ever see that part three mess? I think I watched it, but then was like, what the fuck? It was like robots. Really? That Robots from outer space. That's weird. That's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> that is fucking weird. Robots from outer space. That murdered. Ding, 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 ding. I like how you play multiple keys with one finger. That's how I play piano. Ding, 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 ding. Um... Were they just robots that like trick or treated and then murdered when they trick or treated? Something like that. That's fucking weird. Yeah, it was terrible. I didn't. I don't think I sat from beginning to end, but it was terrible. But yeah, the Michael Myers. I. I mean, I, like I was saying, like Jason. I would agree with you if it didn't fall off like that. I think. I don't think it fell. When did it fall off? I mean, it got silly, of course. But the, the, you know, it, no, okay. Number one, none of none of the none of the horror big horror films got as silly as Nightmare on Elm Street. That's one of the reasons why I can't even like the first three or four Nightmare on Elm Streets. I'm totally in for, but that shit almost became a cartoon near the end. It did. Remember, he was in like a video game, yeah, in one right. of them or some shit, right, right. But yeah, the first I think up to four Nightmare on Elm Street was good. The first one was incredible. Yeah, it's all. It still yeah. scares me. Yeah, I mean, I've we've talked about this on the show before, but watching the first Nightmare on Elm Street, like uh, it, it almost looks like a fucking scary like <laughs> yeah, snuff yeah, film <laughs> because it's got like the crinkly eighties like look to it, and it's all dark and fucking smoky. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it, and it's not. There's no CGI or anything. There's nothing right. sharp about it. It looks like a scary. It's the same thing. Like <laughs> The Exorcist looks that way too. Like older film is just scary. Yeah, it's actually made on film. You know, yeah, and shit like totally, that. totally. Yeah, and um jason i mean i don't know what's up why what they were thinking why they thought they could make the mom the killer in the first one that would imagine she was jason the whole time yeah or miss jason or whatever but when in part two with the bag over the face like when you see him in the background running through the woods after the guy like already ends up in the jason shack yeah and like you see him through the window like running up that is could be one of the scariest scenes that's what i'm saying in horror movie history yeah Scary as shit. I'm scared right now. <laughs> I'm dead serious. I'm like worried. Do you know that that Jason wouldn't exist? So Nightmare on Elm Street was meant to be the story. The first movie was meant to be that story where a kid gets drowned and then the mother goes on a on a wait Nightmare on Elm. Street? I mean, I'm uh, Friday Thirteenth. Sorry, uh, it was meant to be that story where a kid gets drowned and then the mother goes on a kill crazy rampage mm-hmm. a, a, of these camp counselors and then gets killed at the end. And that was going to be it. Um, the reason that Jason, the character, exists and they've had this long franchise after that is because now I can't think of his fucking name. But um, the the special the special one of the special effects guys, he's like the biggest known special effects guy. I got to look him up who works on uh, movies um, and he would know him from uh, from Dust Till Dawn. He's the one who played Sex Machine. The, oh, the, that dude. The yeah. guy with the fucking the dick gun. He he's responsible for Jason Voorhees. He he's the one that came up with the idea at the end of the movie. Like they shot the whole film, 
and and were testing it. It already had gone to test, and he came up with the idea. Why why don't we have that end scene where the girls in the boat and Jason pops back out? Yeah, yeah. And then he also um, the only thing good about the first one, <laughs> but also cre- creating the fucking creating the whole Jason character that went on to be this whole thing. They yeah. were, you know, th- that movie wouldn't have had that if he didn't come up with that. That's crazy. And he said, I remember li- reading and or seeing him in a documentary or something or reading something where he was saying that he um, Tom Savini is his name. And he's like he's he's you know known in horror circles as like the best. Spe- he's worked on every horror movie and special effects and everything. And sometimes he acts or whatever. But um, and he said that he uh, what he would do is he would go when the movie first aired. He would show up at the end of the movie sometimes and just sit in the back to see people's reactions. And you know m- back then when that when that scene happened when when he popped out of the lake or whatever, everybody in the movie would obviously freak out. Yeah, it was like a big reveal, and that's how they knew that they had something and they went forward with it. Yeah, and it was all because of that sex machine. Good. Fucking made Jason Voorhees. How I crazy is that? It. How old is that dude? He's like seventy something now. He's oh, old. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Wow, sex machine. Yeah, sex fucking machine. That's crazy. <laughs> all right. You need. You have anything else you want to talk about? Uh, why we we reached the uh no i mean we could go as long as we want but we're over the hour mark yeah no i mean that's good let's finish it off with mud (laughs) (laughs) see how much lower that is now yeah thank god all right sorry about our little absence but we're back we're back and doing it and two episodes a week and if you go on to patreon and become a patron of the show for five dollars or more you're gonna get two extra shows a week Mm -hmm. a month which is a uh, crazy value, RTG. Yeah, I'm excited not for the uh, donations, but more to see who's going to get their own song. Oh, yeah, that too. Because listen to this gem. You might get one of these. That's what I'm saying. You might get serenaded like People this. might not know this because we don't reference it very often, but this is a uh, an RTG original. <laughs> yeah. So You could get a punk song. You could get a love song. This could be the quality of song that you get for you. And and one of the things is going to be is that you could give us, you could tell us what you want us to write about. You yeah. could give us some information about yourself, like where you're from, where you went to school, what your likes are, and we're going to incorporate that in the song. We're going to write Slow your jam. own personal song. Techno track and I'll smoke that ass. Uh, and uh, yeah, go find us on Facebook and Twitter. Like us on that shit. Go leave us a review. Let's get this thing started and going right in the yep, 2017 yep. year. We're going to spread the A high five word worldwide. That was harder to say than it sounded like. Harder to say than mid. We'll see you in future days. Surrounded by seeds, I'm lost in the trees. My thirst and hunger seem to increase. The music we made is one to be loved. Every time I dream. Thanks for listening to the Awkward High Five Podcast. For more episodes, visit awkwardhighfive.com.